0: Hello everyone and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. How are you doing today? I hope you guys have been having a fantastic week. Uh, I myself have had a pretty good week. I uh, played um, Super Mario 3D World, or no, I'm sorry, Bowser's Fury a little bit. Uh, played some Pokemon last night. I was playing Pokemon Sword and I was doing some um, Dynamax adventures, the Max Layers, where you can catch the Legendaries. I already have the shiny um, legendaries from the previous game so I just went ahead and just started catching the regular ones but my god I forgot how much fun that can be so much fun anyways uh, I played some halo uh, dirt 5 is currently on the Xbox game pass and I gotta tell you that game is fun. I'm sure you have seen some clips on Instagram I've been I've been having so much fun with that game. Uh I think I'm about 2 hours in and I'm just having the time of my life. It is just a fun uh goofy piece of uh racing game. It's uh, a lot of rally racing and it reminds me of a GameCube game I used to play. I might have been like Pro Rally Evolution or it was like Baja Trucks and you know uh the trophy trucks, just amazing vehicles and just the the level design back for what it was back in the day it was just insane. Um God, there's so much to talk about. We are. I'm recording this intro uh, before the episode, so I'm recording this on February 26th. As you go, as you guys and gals have seen, uh, Pokemon presents uh, had their own little direct type deal. I guess they call them Pokemon presents. I always thought they were called Pokemon directs. I don't know. I mean, it's the Pokemon company. It's not necessarily owned by Nintendo, but I don't know. I always thought they were called directs. Uh, they showed off uh, the new Pokemon Snap. They showed off the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh, Was it Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? Something like that. And then uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus. I believe you can call it both names. Uh, I just like calling it Arceus, but it is Arceus and then is the god of all Pokemon. Um, It God. is... Let's just say I am very happy about this. I know the Nintendo Direct episode we just released before this one... Was a little bit of a Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh, I honestly, I just feel like honesty, honesty is the best policy. But I, I do believe I was a little maybe too negative on that. However, with the Pokemon thing, I am just completely blown away and extremely excited for the future of Pokemon. I really believe with these announcements, um, we've already known about Pokemon Snap, but I believe with the Pokemon uh, remake, uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes, and then the Legends game. That there is a extremely bright future of creativity for these games, and I, I God, I hope I'm not eating my own words there. I, I think this is it. This is something I've always wanted, and we're going to be talking about that in the episode. Uh, Brandon will be back, and also Brian from another vinyl page. I'm extremely happy to have them back. But before we jump into the episode, I wanted to uh, thank you guys all so much for listening to this show. Uh, thank you for your continued support. Please consider rating the show and subscribing if you're on SoundCloud. Following, uh, just all all across the board, whatever platform you are, you are on, please consider subscribing and rating the show. Uh, your rating really helps the show grow. Believe it or not, like if people are searching for this type of content, we will pop up at the top of a search uh, with the more good you know good ratings we have. So please consider giving us your rating today. I hope I've earned it, and I really. Really do appreciate it. Um, before we get into the show, I just have one thing, and that is some Halo Infinite news. Uh, so the last Thursday of every month until the release, I believe, uh, 343 will be releasing blogs that are kind of they call them Inside, Inside Infinite, they are these little developer blogs about uh, Halo Infinite. And yesterday, uh, 343 released a blog about I believe it's just Zeta Halo, which is the ring that you play the game on. I believe it's specifically about that. But they showed off very uh, several in-game screenshots, also revealing, which I think they already revealed, but they showed it off uh, through screenshots is a full uh, day and night cycle uh, for the game. They showed, in first-person mode, Chief holding a sniper rifle with a Warthog in the background and a Forerunner structure um they showed every uh several other landscape photos with the warthog in it and just you see the skybox, you see the the pictures and just it's just truly mind-blowing and the hype train is here for this game guys i really believe halo infinite is taking it back completely to the roots where i'm i mean we're going all the way back to combat evolved and what that game originally envisioned if you remember the second mission that's straight up called halo you land on the ring And it is your job as chief to save whatever Marines from life pods that just landed around you, uh, by all means, uh, necessary. And the, uh, the, the mission itself is practically open world to, you know, the capabilities of the sandbox they had back in the day. Well, they basically took the idea of that mission and are making Halo Infinite based off all of that, you know, and then, of course, everything else that came afterwards, Halo 2, Halo 3, some Halo Reach um, just they're incorporating so many elements that really made Halo stand out as a franchise back in the day. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. Like they've already showed off some of the sound design with so many uh, sound design snippets. There's videos everywhere about their audio production. Um, we've already heard some of the music soundtracks. They're remi- they re-envisioning, uh, reimagined versions of Marty O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore's a ridiculous soundtrack. For across the board, Halo, Uh, this game visually looks like the original Halo games. Um, The armor design for the multiplayer Spartans looks just like Halo Reach. Uh, I believe, I really believe the armor we have for Chief now is probably his best-looking armor in the series. Uh, And and (laughs) I like, I can literally keep going on on the list of things that they're doing right, and they completely outweigh whatever critiques I think you can have for this game. However. Uh, you know, I guess the fans weren't wrong. So, a, a Halo YouTuber—he's very prominent in the community. His name's UberNick. Uh, he's from the UK. Outstanding dude. Uh, go follow him on Twitter or uh, YouTube. Uh, he's just awesome. He sounds like a good dude. Um, he he tweeted a little bit ago, and I didn't see this. He put a before and after of a screenshot from the the E3 or the Xbox Game Showcase reveal. So it happened in July last year, uh, literally the day of my birthday, I think. <laughs> um, it was the gameplay reveal of Halo Infinite. And you know, so many people were like, oh, you know, the game just doesn't look that good. And I always felt like it definitely needed to be touched up. There are some texture issues, some pop-ins. I've talked about that countless times on the show. But I never really felt like it looked that bad. But I'll tell you what, everyone. If you look at the side-by-side photo, which I'll be posting on Instagram, by the way. So make sure and follow me at ItJustWorksPod on Instagram. That is it just works pod on Instagram? Make sure you follow us to so partake in anything I have going on there, and you can also see the videos I post. I'm trying to be more prominent on the social media, uh, it's not really fun to do, but it's very important for growth. And I also like this, sh- I love sharing gameplay clips, I'm just too lazy to upload them, so make sure and follow me on there. Um, but you can see the the, the gameplay demo. It's a screenshot of the Warthog overlooking the hills and there's a sunset and then he posted to the right a screenshot that they released yesterday of what the game currently looks like and there is an extremely noticeable difference in the graphical detail, the textures. Now granted, these are screenshots. I obviously want to see gameplay before I freak out, but there's a noticeable difference from just looking at it and I think that really means a lot. You know, I think that really says something. So just wanted to talk about that real quick. I really believe Halo is on its way to be one of the best games of all time. You know, Halo Infinite. Uh, I I think Halo is going to come back with this game. Uh, 343's continued support with Halo Master Chief Collection is just remarkable. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I can play any Halo on that game, on that, you know, that one package. I could switch the multiplayers. I could switch the game modes, the customization. I, I mean, there's so much to it. I just. I think it's one of the most underrated projects of all time. And unfortunately, a lot of that's due to the fact that it launched in such a horrible state. Uh, It should have never launched when it did, so I can understand everyone's complaints there. It was truly a letdown, besides Halo 2 anniversary, like the campaign. Uh, That was amazing. Um, I just wanted to touch on that. I think that is very big news for Halo. I'm going to keep you guys updated on everything Halo as much as I can. Of course, as everything else, um, I really try to incorporate as much as I can and I know I said one more thing before we start the podcast but I just thought about it right now <laughs> um real quick uh so next year in 2022 Monster Hunter Rise a game that you've probably heard me talk about quite a bit recently it is coming out as a PC port uh next year so today Capcom announced that Monster Hunter Rise will be coming to PC in 2022 and I think it's very interesting because I've been telling Brandon so much, like, I just don't know why this game isn't coming out on every uh, console. I just think it would be a smart move to keep supporting the Switch, but also continue to support the PlayStation and Xbox, where they just built a brand new fan base. Uh, in you know, in, in regards to the Xbox, because Monster Hunter has never been released on there, besides in Japan, uh, we won release. Um, I just think uh, they're really missing their mark there. I hope that they consider bringing it as a port to all consoles. But we'll have to see what happens. But I think that's incredible for PC owners. Um, that's that's a huge win all around, so congrats to them. Uh, this game just looks insane. I'm so excited to play it on my Switch. I absolutely love Monster Hunter, and I wanted to talk about it with you guys. But one more thing before we go. So I apologize because I almost forgot, and I really think PlayStation deserves um some credit here but also one piece of flack so out of nowhere i don't know if everyone knew about it i'm not a sony fan so i just was kind of oblivious to it but they had a state of play uh last night um so i wanted to briefly talk about it because it's like a nintendo direct style event and i think nintendo (laughs) could really learn a lot so the show started with Crash 4, which offers a 4K, 60 FPS gameplay, 3D audio, and it's it's getting an upgrade uh, on the PlayStation 5. Uh, they showed a game called Returnal. You play as a woman who's going through some really crazy, just um, God, I don't even know. It, it's just a crazy world. It reminds me of Stranger Things a little bit, uh, the way the other, you know the Upside Down was. I believe it's called the Upside Down. I haven't watched that show in a while. But the main character looks cool. The game looks kind of spooky. Very weird. Uh, It looks really good. It's a third-person shooter uh, with abilities and power-ups. It's like an action RPG. I don't know. Uh, Keep an eye out for that game. It's called Returnal. Um, I think it looks pretty good. They showed gameplay. Uh, It just looks great. Um, Then they showed Knockout City, which was also in the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Vicarious Visions. Um, It's their game. It's a team-based dodgeball game. Uh, You know what? It does look fun it looks okay it's not for me but it definitely looks like it's gonna be fun for a lot of people um, next up is uh, saifu or sifu uh, is a fresh martial arts game from absolver developer slow clap um it it looks interesting uh, the guy you probably play as gets older in the trailer as he looks like he has, as he loses a fight and he gets stronger and smarter i don't really know what's going on there it looked interesting but we'll have to see more on it uh we also got a new look at the intriguing looking solar ash a anna perna interactive published game from Hyperlight drifter studio heart machine uh coming in 2021 um very interesting looking game i don't really know what to make of it but it looks very colorful and beautiful i'm sure a lot of people are going to really enjoy playing this just for the design the, the art style alone it just looks very satisfying to look at to be honest with you i'll probably watch somebody play it uh, next up, which I thought was a really good trailer for a franchise that has literally never interested me, but I think it's I think it's still pretty huge. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, Security Breach is a Thing. <laughs> I don't know why they say it like that, Jesus. Uh, and it's due this year for PS4 and PS5. Now, I thought the trailer was extremely well done. I believe they show like a snippet of gameplay um i i mean it had me interested it just looks like a very fun take on five nights at freddy's i mean that used that was such a huge franchise here for a while and i you know as far as i know it's still it's still pretty big i don't know how big but clearly it's big enough to get a game right on the consoles um so keep an eye out for that i believe that's due out later like towards the end of the year um i know that looks really cool uh, so next up is Oddword, Oddworld, <laughs> Oddworld Soulstorm. Excuse me. Uh, it was revealed last launch, or at, um, revealed to launch on a- the April sixth, but it will arrive as part of PlayStation Plus for PS5 as well. Uh, the game looks interesting. Um, it's a 2.90 uh, platform, is what they call it. I don't really know what that means, but um, it, it looks good. It looks like fun. Um, it might have a niche audience, but it still looks good. Now, here I want to talk about this game because I think it stole the show. It's called Kena: Bridge of Spirits, and it comes out the twenty fourth of August. You play as a girl who's got a staff, a magical um, a staff, spear type thing. And the best way I can put it, you know, in terms of audio for you guys, you know, if you're not haven't watched the trailer yet, it looks like a female uh, protagonist. Um, placed in a Zelda slash Star Fox Adventures game. It literally, or Jack and Daxter too. Uh, this game looks insane. It looks like it's so much fun to play. It's very colorful. The combat looks great. The story seems very interesting. Uh, she seems like a really cool character. Uh, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, uh, comes out the uh, 24th of August. So please, please keep an eye out for that. If you have a PlayStation, I cannot recommend this game enough. It looks incredible. Um, Arcane developed Death Loop is up next. And they showed their own catchy deja vu Bond theme. They had like a little song playing, and then, you know, visually it looked like a Bond intro. Uh, The game looks good. Honestly, the gameplay trailer was pretty cool. I just haven't played it. Uh, I believe it'll be coming out on Xbox next year, you know, with the Bethesda acquisition. It'll probably be on PlayStation consoles only for like a year exclusively before it comes over. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Game looks fun. Once again, if you have a PlayStation, please check it out. Uh, the show closed with a look at Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. It looks like a. It says due on the 10th of June, and it offers shinier graphics, faster loading times, and an extra chapter. You can upgrade from the new PS4 version for free, then pay to get the new chapter featuring Uf- Yuffie. I don't know who that is. I mean, I saw the characters, but I just don't know who that is. Um, yeah, so it looked like. The the thing is though, it looked like with the Final Fantasy, it looked like you had to, um, you had to have a PlayStation Five to get the upgrade. So I don't know for sure. Um, that's just what it looked like though from the state, the state state of play. So we'll have to see. But anyways, the reason why I'm bringing it up is one, it's awesome PlayStation news for all you PlayStation fans out there. But it's also like I wish N- N- Nintendo looked at this thing. Because it was a quick 20 minutes or whatever, and they showed so much good stuff. <laughs> Just, like, really intriguing games that keeps you interested. Um, I really hope Nintendo, like, takes a look at this and learns how to make their Directs next time. Because I know now, looking at it, there's a lot of people who had issues with the Directs. But, you know, you can't hit your mark every time. You know, we're only human. You know, not, every, not everything we do is perfect. So, uh, shout out to PlayStation for making a good event. Uh, I thought that was really fun. Uh, This intro is almost 20 minutes long, so we're going to end it here. Uh, Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. I appreciate it. And we are going to talk about Pokemon now. Yes, we're going to talk about the Pokemon Direct type thing. And yes, you guessed it. We are talking about Generation 2. So here's Brandon and Brian. And uh, thank you for being on the show, guys. And thank you for everyone listening to the show. Let's go ahead and cue the intro. (laughs) (laughs) fuck, dog? right, everybody, welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today I got Brandon and Brian back to talk about the Pokemon Direct and celebrate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. And we're also going to be going over Generation 2 and continuing that process and having some fun with it and having different opinions on Pokemon. Brian, how are you doing today, man?
1: I'm good, man. I'm pretty hyped after all the announcements today, so I'm glad to talk about it with you guys.
0: It's going to be awesome. Brandon, welcome back, dude
2: good to be back man uh i am stoked to talk about this and relive the best generation ever and talk about um finally some some delicious news it's yeah been a man. long time coming
0: it's been a long time coming we've been mm-hmm. waiting for the 25th anniversary stream for a long time uh we definitely got it today at 7 a.m and it was nice to watch uh i wish the nintendo direct kind of went like the pokemon direct but it's okay yeah. Uh, so they started off the show by showing a 25th anniversary, uh, montage going through all the games and all the merchandise and, uh, spinoffs they had. Um, uh, Brandon, what did you think of this?
2: Well, uh, we're also watching it by the way. So. <laughs> I know I, I didn't get a chance to look at the recap of Pokemon. Uh, I never, I, like see for instance, they're doing uh, a review of Pokemon Snap and doing the printouts you could do at uh, certain stores. I never got a chance to do any of that but still going through seeing these shining cards oh my god it's just it's a huge nostalgia bomb and it was um it's great to see but it seems like and i'm not saying this in a negative way but it is definitely something that they've been doing a lot of which is reviewing everything that's happened so far in pokemon's history and then bringing it to fruition in full circle with an announcement of a new game i believe for Sword and Shield they did something similar. Yeah. When right? they were walking so, past yeah. the, the store. So I mean this this is dope, man. Like this is this is what we were waiting for last uh last Direct. We finally got what um you know we were waiting for. And there's Pokemon Dash. Oh my God, Dash Pokemon channel Dash.
0: <laughs> Dude, Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Um I loved the twenty fifth anniversary uh you know montage we got. It was nice to go through and get a hit by nostalgia. But one of the things I was talking to Brian about before we started the show is that it kind of shows the lack of creativity as we go on. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah?
0: Yeah. So I think once you get to um, fourth gen, it really dies down quite a bit. Like... Yeah. So you had Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. You had Pokemon Snap. You had Pokemon... Uh, the trading card game for... I don't know why that hasn't been out on a Nintendo console, by the way. That's the dumbest fucking thing ever. <laughs> but... <laughs> you know what's crazy too uh when it comes to that is like they didn't show xD gala darkness or Coliseum so i guess we can confirm today that it's never coming back out
2: <laughs> they just conveniently left out probably the best uh, games in the whole series
0: yeah probably the best spin-offs um either way though it was really fun to watch and you know go through this whole nostalgia thing you know with the trading cards which me and Brandon have been uh, collecting. Did you see the Kirams in the background just now?
2: I did. Those I didn't were Sega Tell. Yeah.
0: I'm like, Whoa, I'm about to look that up on eBay. <laughs> <son."> <laughs> I'm about to copy um, one of those. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool to watch this and kind of go through all the good memories we got. Um, it's been tough. Uh, one of the things Brian, I'm sure, is going to talk about, but I noticed it too on the first viewing, is by the time they get to Ultra Sun and Moon, they literally glance over it. And it's because, like I said before, those games suck and have nothing to provide besides Rainbow Rocket. Uh, Brian, what did you think of the recap?
1: It was good. I've seen all, each game, like, made me remember everything about playing those games as soon as they came out. Just, like, nostalgia wave every time something was shown, even though I didn't play every single thing they showed, but it was cool. Um, it was a bit long, I thought. I know they said it was a 20-minute presentation beforehand. We were getting nine minutes in, and it was still the recap, and I'm, like, kind of ready for the announcements, but, yeah, no, it was cool. It was... Yeah, I was glad to see it all. It, it kind of made me really laugh when, like you said, when they glanced over Ultrasun and Ultramoon, they literally said, <laughs> hey, oh yeah, we, just, we just saw how fast it goes through it. And <laughs> oh my it's god. it's not even like, they don't even skip a beat. It's like Ultrasun, Ultramoon, let's go, let's, yeah.
2: Dude, you know the tightest thing? Magikarp Jump had more scream time than Ultrasun and yeah. Ultramoon. Oh my which god. Which I think is...
1: Why were they so salty on it? <laughs> were those games, like, really, did they sell poorly?
2: No, they're really that
0: bad. Like they literally, you know how people keep talking about reskins or how you're, you know, you have your gripes with this the Diamond and Pearl remakes, which we'll get into. Yeah. No, Ultra Sun and Moon are literally the same fucking game with Rainbow Rocket and then um, that Ultra Wormhole stuff with Necrozma, like the the different dimension. I
1: think that was one of the only mainline Pokemon games I never bought, so it just it didn't look like enough for me to warrant me buying it. I was still enjoying Sun and Moon and. The trailers
0: just were so underwhelming for it. Yeah, I just uh, you know it's so funny watching this though. It's like I really think like their level of creativity goes down a lot oh, over yeah. time. You don't yeah. think so? After seeing it now in person again, after I make that comment. Or? Yeah,
2: no, I, I I do I do agree to some extent. Like
0: obviously you, not entirely, right? Yeah,
2: it, not entirely. There there's like the same concepts that you'll always have. Pokemon's tried and true in terms of like the battle, the turn the turn based battle system, uh, etc. But it's in the method of how it's executed. For instance, you have Dash, which is on the on the screen with the stylus, that's how you're going. Then you have. I'm still stuck on Dash, man. We got Dash on the mind. <laughs> 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 um, but then you'll you'll cut to and it's got the Wiimote and you're and you're moving it like that. So so the core aspects of Pokemon games, like that's that's tried and true, that is signature of the series, is just how it's executed with Nintendo's systems or even the technology at the time you, you know we had uh little pokemon tamagotchis and now we have entire pokemon libraries on our phones to pokemon go it's just you do see how it's grown over time and and seeing this back like if i were to see this as a kid and see how big it's gotten like I'd probably cry yeah. my parents said it was going to be a phase and you oh, know i think are, everyone's
0: so... parents said it was going to be a phase that you know, Pokemon's not going to take off, and then, you know, joke's on them as we are sitting here. It is the biggest media, or it's the biggest franchise in the world. There's nothing yeah. bigger than Pokemon. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: That man looks like straight up out of a Pokemon game. <laughs> dude, he lo- he looks like he's, <laughs> he looks like an anime character. <laughs> like I'm like, is this, good? is this dude a robot or something? Like, dude, my man, my man's straight up came from the Pokemon universe, that, and that's it. But, oh, yeah. and here we got a, our new Pokemon Snap.
0: So, I think uh, one of my favorite things about Pokemon Snap is just the graphics and seeing these Pokemon in their habitats. Uh, You know, one of the things me and Brian, and I think, you know, Brandon, you probably heard us say it too, is like, the game's probably not going to be that long, but I was telling Brian that I feel like there's a lot of replay value here when you're able to customize these pictures, you know, like you can get different angles and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, When Venusaur jumps into the pond, like, I thought that was one of the coolest fucking things, man. Like, I can't wait to see, Uh, she looks creepy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this dude looks so typical like oh my god anyways I just think the Pokemon look insane and I'm so I don't know why I'm so excited to play this game you know Pokemon Snap when I was a kid I loved it but I I, I don't know this one's just like really catching my eye And
2: well, I mean it, it, it's exactly that it takes everything that we knew with the nostalgia of you know Pokemon Snap like for instance in the video Vaporeon just got an apple thrown at it I remember throwing apples at Pokemon just to kind of be a be a dick and hit him in the head, but yeah, yeah. but There's you know, your boy, dude, that's my boy so Titar.
1: Oh my god, we can't go to Blockbuster and print out our photos anymore though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Somebody bring Blockbuster back.
2: I but want, I don't want to him. But you see, like these, like uh, these night scenes, and and I think what's super awesome about these is since it's more of like a a rail game, you know, it's everything's semi scripted. You're gonna have some things that'll change. Uh it's going to have the ability to have those high-fidelity graphics and look absolutely amazing. Like, damn, if Scorbunny could look that dope doing a Flame Kick in Sword and Shield, we'd have yeah, a lot less complaints, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. So.
0: so, Brian, what did you think of Pokemon Snap so far?
1: It's beautiful. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to pick it up day one, but it's just a photo game, so I can't. it's hard for me to be super hyped over it. It's, it's beautiful. I wish... The mainline game would look this great, but it's so weird because like I'm hyped, but at the same time like I'm not. Look at that
0: fucking yeah, spoiler, it looks dude. beautiful.
2: Like oh, and you can like adjust like the there's like a photo. It's obviously photo mode, but you yeah. can add filters to it. Yeah, it's
0: like a full on editor. I think that's they said there sweet. was
1: gonna be two hundred Pokemon in there, which doesn't matter. I mean, that's still plenty for a if photo Charizard
0: game, is not in this game. You I'm know gonna Charizard's be.
1: gonna be in there.
0: I'm just saying, dude. I don't see him anywhere. He
1: will.
2: Yeah, that
0: hippodown looks dope. I yeah, know, I was about to say that. Yeah, they look pretty clean. It's or you. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. Oh, okay, what is that? Uh, a certain
1: Pikachu on a Stunfisk? I
0: thought that was uh, Stunfisk
2: biting his. Never mind. <laughs> uh. Dang, dude, look at those. Magic Magikarp.
1: No, it, it looks beautiful. Like, it looks incredible. Oh, Blastoise. So oh, dude, man. the like, more the I under, see like, the I more yeah. the, the
0: underwater scenes look insane to me. Like, I cannot wait for this. I don't give a fuck about Zeldy. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Celebi's
1: like my favorite mythical. What? It really is. Over it Mew? Is. Yeah.
0: No, Celebi's dope. Celebi's shiny version is awesome, I always too.
1: thought Celebi was super interesting because out here, you nobody could get it. They have the Japanese event where you like, plug your phone into...
0: Well, have you heard of eBay? Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Pokemon Snap comes out April 30th. Uh, the anime guy's back. And... Uh, I just think it looks amazing. I mean, we already knew we were going to get gameplay for this. We talked about this in our predictions. But uh, I'm I was just so happy to see gameplay for it. I just think the game looks awesome. Uh, now they're moving on to uh, a <laughs> very couple things quick, but we don't care. Um, so the next thing that they show in this uh, direct type thing is um, Diamond and Pearl remakes. Uh, brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts when you saw the trailer?
2: Um, not gonna lie, I think I texted you guys in the chain, I got got a little, little swelled up, dude. Like, I was stoked to finally see that we're getting those remakes, and I like how it's not ashamed to do the callback of a very chibi, short, and stout sprite, like how we did have in Diamond and Pearl originally on the Nintendo DS, and then cut to those uh, three-dimensional, yet still three three-dimensional sprites i don't know if that's the correct term for it but i i love the way it looks i'm excited i'm it's gonna be a day one pickup i love diamond and pearl um very iconic moment uh, moments in the series for me so i'm that's it's it's without a doubt day one purchase i am so excited
0: can we just appreciate my monitor for a few seconds <laughs> a <dope> anyways <laughs> uh no man diamond and Pearl. I, I love these games back in the day. I remember getting a uh, Pearl version, I think either the week of or the night before I saw um, uh, Spider-Man 3 in <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the movies. I, I was literally I evolved my turtwig into a grotto by the time I saw the movie. Um, just it's such an important game to me and what they've done with it. Um, I think it looks pretty good besides the, the over when you're in the overworld, um, all the characters are chibi, and it is really hard to get used to it as I'm watching this trailer. Uh, oh, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that scene with Lucas, my boss straight up described it, he's like, I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in this trailer, but it looks like Animal Crossing. Because no, so, it it's like does. They
0: definitely went for a different aesthetic it's with like the characters. Funko Pops. <laughs> but, oh, come on, I hate Funko Pops. Uh, but, but
2: the battle scenes do look really good. Yeah, those animations good. look dope. Well, I think
0: the overworld looks good, too. It's just yeah. it's literally the chibi characters that... Make it look terrible. I like the names. Um, either way, I, I love the region. I love the story that they tell. The gym leaders, the Elite Four, the Pokedex. It's just going to be fun to play. Um, obviously, there's something way better coming. But, uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on these remakes so far? What do, you, what do you like before you get into what you don't really care for?
1: I like that it's happening. I like that um, we can go to this region again. I really miss this region. It's a great region, but I'm not huge on the chibi style. I'm not huge on the chibi style, but um, I'll play it. I'll I mean, I'm it. right
0: there with you, though. The, the chibi characters, I, I don't know why they didn't just copy what they did with Omega, Ruby, and Sapphire. Like, I could go get it from my room. Like, those character models look way better than what they're doing here. Uh, I still like though, and some Brandon said like when you're in the battle scene though, they have their full on yeah like, that's science cool. I
1: would have much rather had it look like sword and shield. not that, that game's like beautiful by any means. It's I would have that's much cool. rather had it look like that than have this chibi style and uh, overruled is okay to me. When you put them side by side next to the original games, it doesn't look that big of an improvement to me. But I'm still gonna pick up these games. Like I, I love this region and I love these games. So I yeah I'll pick it up for sure. be
0: fun the thing i would remind people when they hear this podcast or they watch the direct is uh they say in the direct alone that they are trying to basically recreate the game just as as it was back in the day which was that super chibi style that they did so um which actually might be another reason why we can't go back to those games like with the running animations and stuff in the original Gen 4 games, yeah. it looks goofy as fuck, too, in that one, too.
2: The the, f- the frame rates are... Are horrible. It, it, it's Why hard is though.
0: that a thing, too? Like, I feel like yeah. the DS could handle that. But anyways, uh, I'm excited. I'm glad people can shut up now, to be honest with you. Like, we knew we were getting these remakes. They are clearly late. They they should have been out a year ago or two, I probably. I mean, they already missed the 10-year anniversary, which is what they did, right? They were almost at 10 years for all the remakes? Oh, yeah. I no, not. actually not, because no. Fire Red was 2004, and uh, that was 2005. Anyways, I don't know. I feel like these remakes should have been out already. Um, I'm just excited for them to come out. I'm excited for anything remake when it comes to Pokemon.
2: Coming out this year, too. Coming wow. out
0: this year. So soon. Adam. So, Pokemon yeah. Snap next month, and then uh, we got the remakes. At the end of the year, I think that's amazing, man. I'm really excited. I also love Gen 4 a lot. So I, really I a lot hope there's like
1: new content. I hope it's not just the original games. I hope there's like new content, like new stuff to these games Ooh. because there's so much that they could add that would be great. I hope they put I it in
2: the really. Distortion World. You think I, I know happen? that was a part it, of specifically Platinum, but I hope they uh, pull a Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, how they have the Delta episode. I hope they... Implement those in here so that way we don't have to wait for... Uh,
0: but the Delta episode was brand new. Yeah.
2: Well, in the same sense of like... like go, going just implementing the Emerald Emeralds. part, you know, because
0: yeah. you don't really need Emerald anymore. Freddy made a hour, two hour long quest about Rayquaza. I just want um, to go with the Distortion World. Do
1: you think they'll do DLC for this of uh, the Platinum stuff? That's what I was telling them. Oh, no. I, I don't mean, think... I can totally see that happening.
0: We're not... I guarantee right now, if I'm wrong, then I'll buy you lunch
1: you'll buy me the DLC no no no
0: <laughs> no I don't think any of it's happening I think you're getting Diamond and Pearl and that's it that's all you should expect because we're about to get into what they announced afterwards but yeah. you should not expect anything besides what you played originally just upgraded graphics and battle mechanics animations all that fun stuff it's gonna be the same game it's, I'm here for it yeah they're not bringing the distortion world they're not doing any of that no. if they do then I'm gonna be extremely happy because that's a lot of extra content there, yeah. And I have actually never played Platinum, so. Oh,
1: I love Platinum.
0: That's one of I heard. I heard the best things about Platinum. Uh, there's my refresher to strike us again. I don't know why I don't take that out of the room. Like it literally doesn't have anything in it. Um, so we're gonna move on to uh, Pokemon Legends. Uh, we're gonna be watching the trailer at the same time. Uh, Pokemon Legends has is something that none of us expected, right? None of us expected this.
2: Came out of left field for me. I was surprised.
0: So, this game is something that I've wanted with Pokemon for God knows how long. Um, Brandon's heard me bitch about it for way too long, but I think an open world Pokemon game has been long overdue, as in full on, over, you know, the overworld is open. Um, We're watching the trailer right now, and it definitely needs some lovin'. Yeah. That's for sure. It looks like a GameCube game. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because I, I know they're going to touch this up. There's no way they leave it like this.
2: It looks like Breath of the Wild on the GameCube.
0: It, yeah, well, that's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, I've true. I've said this for how long now? Like, literally since Breath of the Wild has been out, that if anyone can learn anything, is just do what Breath of the Wild did, change your formula. That was really good. Dude, that looked amazing. Like, that camera shot, the frame rate dipped a little bit. Oh, dude, look at the frame oh, rate on oh, that oh. chingaling! Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like five frames a second, or the Starly? Oh, hey, Jim Char. Oh, well, we got a starter right there. You know,
1: when the trailer first started, I had no idea what this was, and then they said Sinnoh, and I couldn't believe that they were doing two Sinnoh games. Like, that really
0: surprised me. Man, that Cyndaquil. God. Yeah. I love you, Cyndaquil so much, dude.
2: Total speculation, but I wonder if we're going to get, like, the cataclysmic event that, like, separated Sinnoh... In Pokemon Legends, and that's going to be like the main story. Oh yeah,
1: that would make sense.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure with this, they're going full on quest line. Like there is a quest line. They um, they said on Twitter that it, yeah, it is blending the Pokemon formula with a sing- uh, action RPG elements. I mean, we're going. There's, they got to be doing something. If you look at the battle scenes in the trailer, it looks untouched, which is good. Leave mm-hmm. the battling the same.
1: I'm really surprised they kept it one game too, and they didn't. Have two games like they always do, that's really surprising too. Well, the fact
2: that it says Arceus, it makes me curious as if to... I don't know what else they would be. Well, maybe they they... add another mythical Pokemon to
0: go with it. Maybe. I don't think they're going to. They would have done that here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it looks amazing. I think it it clearly, performance-wise, technical-wise, they are not there yet. Um... It kind of looks like, based off what we're seeing from the trailer, though, is like the groundwork's done. They know what Pokemon are in the game. They know what the quest line is. They have everything done. And, uh, I don't know, man. I've wanted this for so long. It, like I said, playing Breath of the Wild made me realize that every game should just change it up a little bit. Because, honestly, the only thing Breath of the Wild did is go full open world completely. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, dungeons are all shrines. You have degradable weapons. Uh, you have a stamina bar, but that came from Skyward Sword, anyways. Um, I'm just excited, man. I'm like this. This little direct made me happy. There's a like, few things I would have liked to see. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see Pokemon Coliseum and Gale of Darkness get straight ports. You know, maybe a couple upgrades visually, but nothing crazy. Um, I think that would have been amazing. Also, with the 25th anniversary recap, I think it's really. I don't, I don't want to say dumb, but I think it's like a bad business strategy to not bring a huge collection of games back.
1: It, it would be easy money. They would barely have to do anything. To
0: just no, Well, not only is it easy money, but it's like, I keep saying this and I don't know why they don't see it. There's so many fans that are just from Pokemon Go, just from Let's Go and Sword and Shield and hell, maybe some other Pokemon app. Like, why not let them be able to experience the old games on the Switch? And then use the Pokemon Transporter app to go to a home and then transfer them wherever you want. I just think it's a missed opportunity there. But man, this overworld does look like shit.
2: I think it looks great, man. I don't, well, no, like
0: the environment looks good. But I mean, the the characters in the yeah. overworld do not look good. I mean, Animal Crossing is pretty dope, though. People like that art style. So. It,
2: Animal Crossing is it does look better. I That's know. just what my boss said. Like, at first glance, he's like, oh, it reminds me of Animal Crossing. But I'm still hopped up on the nostalgia. That's a dope watch. That's a super sick watch. My man's a straight styling. Yeah, he went full anime. I,
1: I know it was totally a stylistic choice. They didn't make it look this way. Like, it doesn't look good to me, but it wasn't on purpose. They wanted to go with this style. I like how the remakes of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, I think those look a hell of a lot better, like, as far as remakes go. But with this, like... It's just the style they picked. I mean, it's still going to be a great game, but not huge on the style.
0: Yeah, I think uh, this is one of those situations where once it's in front of you, though, you're like, oh, this is cool.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's going to play, I mean, obviously, it's going to play exactly like the original game and look like it, pretty much, other than a little bit more 3D, but I'm sure I'll, I'll love it when it comes
0: out. I'm not denying that. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love it. I, I've been waiting for this for too long. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been bugging them about it like everyone else, but <laughs> yeah. um, I am really excited. It's just, it's kind of funny. It's almost like they knew that there would be some critiques on their the way they're remaking it because this game really changed everything, right? Like this announcement, maybe not even care about the remakes. Like that's yeah, crazy yeah. to me. Like. That's all I've wanted besides Sword and Shield is to get remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Now this game makes me not even give two fucks about the remakes. It's
1: really good to see them like actually take a risk and make something outside of their... Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, my Dude,
0: the frame rate on the Pokemon are horrible. Oh, hey, we, here That's we get really a little
2: heavy. bit of a, a view of the oh, uh, yeah. battle scene. So we're going to go back to turn base, um, which is pretty dope, and just those extra camera angles... They just look sick. It's going to be a lot that more That realu
0: rhyhorn shot is insane. Yeah. I love it. But you can see there is massive graphical issues and performance yeah. issues here. Here's a theory I have. But, I yeah. think that this game is going to be enhanced for the new Nintendo Switch. I was literally thinking
2: sick. the same thing.
0: I think the new Nintendo Switch comes out. This is a launch title for it. Oh, absolutely. Because this game will... You can oh, dodge dude, roll? you can dodge? What? Yeah. I didn't even see that in the trailer <laughs> yeah. earlier. You, dude, you can literally roll in this game like Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Holy crap. Well, actually, all of them. Hey, we,
2: they probably didn't have bikes back then, so you got around just by constantly rolling. Just like Diablo 3.
0: I'm so hyped for this I'm game, still, man. Dude, like yeah. just to, People
1: what? think the Breath of the Wild 2 is also going to be a launch title. What if they have this in? Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, my god, They're
0: different enough to where you can launch them all. I don't think
1: they would do it at the same time. I think late next year, Breath of the Wild 2 will come out. <laughs> Breath of, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's,
2: it's next year, early launch, 20, 2022 for uh, Pokemon Legends.
0: And this isn't going to get delayed. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it looks it like to, Diamond and Pearl was done to, from yeah. the gameplay yeah, yeah, trailer. Yeah. Like it, oh, yeah. I mean, probably a couple touch-ups, but... Other than that, it's pretty much done. They had an outside
1: company do Diamond and Pearl remakes. It wasn't Game Freak. That's oh, right. yeah. yeah. It said, it said that was developed a by... Dude, that means, Legends. Yeah. that
0: means Legends for a whole year is getting touched up yeah. like Halo Infinite. It's Dude, the new Switch is coming out next year. Yeah.
1: It was the team that did Pokemon Home, they said, is the team that's
0: doing... Well, I think Home as a service, though, like if you use it, like the UI and everything, like it's very well made. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, dude, I'm... I'm, stuff. Th- I'm stoked. This was, this was definitely... Um, Refreshing, and nice that's change of pace, and it made me uh, be excited for the series again, which I haven't been excited for a very long time. So I'm, I'm all for it.
1: Like I said, it's good to see them do something like a risk and something different after they really had not changed the formula too much over the years. And seeing them do something like pretty different is exciting. It's I've been this excited for a Pokemon game in God knows how long.
2: I remember something we talked about before re- recording the cast and going live is how would you guys have felt if they didn't announce Legends and it was just the Diamond and Pearl remakes oh I would have been furious I would yeah. have been so
1: upset I think I told yeah I told them um, Ryan that beforehand
0: well I just think that they should have released older games I think they should have brought some ports to the Switch I just I don't like that there's no spin-offs that they do anymore like Coliseum or XD Gale of Darkness so it's, it would have been pure fan service for me um, I think it would have been fine
1: I don't know. I think a lot of I people, been okay. a lot of people would have been
0: upset. I think it's so. It, it I don't it, understand that though. Like we're they're getting what they want. Like now, yeah. I just think they're being babies. That remake looks fine. It looks like the remake that everyone wants. Besides the character design, it's the same thing that everyone wants. Like I don't. Well, I don't. I don't know. It stylistically, it just seems... I
1: just think people don't like that style style of the game in that direction. Oh, and the only reason people were okay with it is because the trailer we got after was. Fucking awesome! I yeah. think a lot of people would have been upset if we just had the Diamond and Pearl remakes.
2: Personally, I feel like with the overworld choice and how the uh, character models look outside of battles and how it is right there, I I take that design choice with a more polished battle system over having a more realistically overworld. Oh yeah, yeah. And at least, because that's that's how I feel. Sword and Shield was. It was like yeah, the open world. It, eh, and that's being generous. It looked great and um, uh, expansive, but the battle system was kind of meh. Yeah. So I like I don't mind the the design choice. I'm I'm still stoked, dude. Like I'm uh, I'm I'm beyond myself right now. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> I'm stoked to play it again. So.
2: Yeah.
0: So I decided to put on an Omega Ruby trailer just to look at it for the heck of it um because you know i love these games let's yeah. see i don't know like the the character design here was so good i'm really surprised they went away from it because i thought you know um they you know technically sword and shield was being developed by the end of this game's yeah. life cycle and so you can see here that yeah dude this does look a lot better oh, it got, <laughs> and yeah. it was on a
1: uh, handheld system and look how well, much no, better it Well,
0: looks? I know you actually have gripes with the graphics and stuff. Like, no, I literally think it's just the characters. Like, the graphics are clearly a million times better. Yeah. In terms of the overworld, it's just the character design. They just made a, They just made a bad choice. I mean, it's okay. I don't think that's enough to. I really, really... thought it was a
1: Let's Go game at first when they were showing it. I really. Well,
0: I gotta agree with you on that. Yeah, I thought it was Let's Go cinema. I was like, oh. They totally did it, and then, I was really
1: ready to see shit hit the fan when dude, because people would have lost it.
0: I would have been so down for Let's Go. So don't, I, I don't know. Am Skipping I, two it, it and three, oh. like, yeah,
1: skip two and three.
0: So well, I think uh, you know, even in the 25th anniversary recap, they glance over Let's Go 2. like it skips just like that. That was pretty quick. Yeah, both Ultra Sun and Moon both get skipped. So uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see what happens. I just think it's easier to critique it without looking at it in person. However, the character models are way better in Omega, Ruby, and Sapphire. They just they just missed the mark on that. Well, hopefully they change it. And it's not that bad of a change. Um, they are paying an outside company to do it for a reason. and broken jaw. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, do you guys have anything else to add for the Pokemon Direct for... Well, happy twenty fifth anniversary to Pokemon. I mean, I guess we could say that. That's that's awesome. It's technically tomorrow. Yeah, um, yep. it's been
2: it's been with us for most of our adult lives. Yeah, twenty five years lives. for
0: us. What yeah. I mean, I've been we've been there since the beginning for you know in the American release because it was a year after theirs. Um, crazy stuff, man. It's it's just nice to be excited. I guess yeah. that's yeah. the thing with me though. Is like I felt so defeated as a Pokemon fan since maybe let's go like let's go still does hold a special place in my heart even though it's we didn't need it like i'll agree with anybody we didn't need it um ultra sun and moon was like the biggest letdown ever for video games for me so (laughs) um and halo 5's right there don't forget um
1: it's good to be excited
0: again it really is like i literally felt like a kid again just watching and like Like, Pokemon Legends is one of those things where it's like, I've been thinking about this since I was a kid. Like, how cool would it be to see these regions back in the day, and then, like, we're getting it? I'm like, what the... And then, I don't know, watching the trailers with you guys it was pretty exciting to watch it. I had my
1: expectations pretty low, and then, yeah, I blew them out of the water. I didn't expect it to go that well at all, so...
0: Yeah, so uh, that's our take on the uh, Pokemon Direct uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Uh, it was—it's just nice to be happy about something like this. Uh, I think it's a clear sign, though, that they're listening. I think this is huge. Oh,
2: they have to. Yeah. after, so after the we... buckle, of sword and shield. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they... They... So
0: I, I think the next thing to look for—to look for—to see if they are listening to us—is the next gameplay trailer for Legends. Let's see if those animations look a little different because right now they're still looking bare. But if the animations look impressive, you know, the Pokemon doing moves and stuff, then yeah, they are clearly hearing us out. Yeah. And I hope, too, because, like, I have no problem giving them my money. I mean, they're probably going to get it regardless. But...
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, is, like, we saw how... In the trailer, we saw how choppy the animations were, the frame rate drops and everything. Uh, I think what they did was they listened to our last episode and saw how <laughs> upset we were, and they were like, you know what, we've got to put something out. You know, these three yeah. guys, really,
0: <laughs> their opinions matter more than anyone else. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think we just need to listen to them uh, yeah. yeah it's
2: just just a wonderful they're listening and, and it shows and it's it we're here for it
1: if it's coming out early next year how far in development do you guys think it is
0: oh they're probably done it's probably all being touched up performance wise
2: so, yeah. the ground the groundwork obviously there yeah yeah it's it's
0: crazy man so I'm excited to see more yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope everyone else is. I think this is a huge deal. And I you know what makes me happy about it too though is like it's being done by Game Freak. Like so this is Game Freak um taking a step forward with the franchise because I don't know if you guys ever played Fantasy Life on the 3DS. Yep, I remember that. That is one of the best games I've ever played handheld. Play it's it was literally a full-fledged RPG that Game Freak released in a pocket sized form, you know the world wasn't massive, but man, that game even Jarrett I mean, we could play that game all the time. Yeah. It was so impressive for what it was. It was pretty impressive. But I feel like I could watch this trailer all day.
1: You yeah, know, I could look at those bidoofs all day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> those are my good looking bidoofs. I just want to see that roll again, son. Uh yeah, so we're gonna move on to uh, generation two of Pokemon with gold, silver, and crystal And then we will also be talking about Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which is perfect Mm -hmm. since we got so much Gen Four love going on right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon, what is your first experience with gold and silver or crystal?
2: Uh, Well, my first uh, experience was with silver, silver version. Uh, Again, it was the same thing as red and blue. Uh, My sister got gold version and I got silver, so we could trade those Pokemon and stuff. But uh, but yeah got it on release. I remember going to Walmart and picking it up and just, I played it nonstop and I have so much nostalgia around playing in Johto in that first bit. Like I just, it's my, it goes down in history as like my favorite Pokemon game. I'll go back and play crystal to this day. I eventually picked up crystal because of the extra things you could do, but yeah,
0: there's a lot of stuff you could do, right?
2: Yeah. It's, it's my favorite game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, my first experience with Gold was, uh, you know, Christmas the year it came out. My grandparents got it for me. Uh, they got me a Gold version, and they got my brother a Silver version. And man, that was a dope Christmas. You know, they mm-hmm. they were uh, they were very. Uh, I would say they didn't they didn't give gifts out often. They had their own way of doing gifts um, where it wasn't like something like oh, let me write this down and I'll get it. Like they just they got you what they wanted to on their own right which is pretty much what i do for my nephews but um man getting pokemon though from them was dope like, that's probably one of my favorite memories with them uh it's very very cool man uh brian what are your first memories with this generation
1: what was the first generation i actually owned i told you guys gen one i kind of borrowed from somebody so uh
0: you scumbag somebody
1: yeah yeah no it was christmas 1999 it came out right yeah. And my parents got a bundle at Costco that had a lime green Game Boy and a copy of Pokemon Gold, and I was hooked as soon as I put in those batteries and started playing, I think it was the, to this day, I think it's the Pokemon game I put the most hours into. I have I did everything in that game. I don't know if I maxed out my time, but I probably got close to it. Really? And yeah, yeah. I Yeah, that game is definitely my favorite in the series. Going to Kanto for the first time was like, what? Like... <laughs> Didn't expect that. Finding red was amazing. There was just so many great moments in that game.
0: Yeah, dude. I remember like the first time I don't remember, I don't remember how long it took me to get to like beating the Pokemon League. But going to Kanto, like till this day I, I cannot believe that they haven't found a way, like literally flying a plane, like a cutscene. Uh going back to another region. Even, like,
1: even though it was like a kind of butchered and Half fast Canto because they had make, to make it fit. They
0: cut it down quite a bit. But, but still,
1: the fact that they had an entire another region from the past game was like amazing. Like, Yeah, you know, Cinnabar Island was like barely there. I think they said mm-hmm. it was like sunk. I think that was the reasoning. Oh, it was just a little couple tiles. Volcanic eruption. Yeah, yeah. Just
2: completely destroyed the Was island. it really? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It's been it wasn't a long anything time. like
1: um, red and blue and yellow.
2: No mansion, right? The man- yeah, right? yeah. I think it was like ruins of the mansion. But even then, I think that's. But still, the
1: fact that they had it. Even though it was a cut-down version of Cancel, the fact that they had Cancel was just so cool when they haven't done that in any other games since then.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, just great times. Just very, very good games. They're fun to replay and pretty much just sit there forever and get all 16 badges and then battle red at the end. It's a very satisfying game with very incredible moments. You know, Shining Gyarados, Lugia, Ho-Oh. I mean... This game really has it all. Like I think, if there was one game that can just get remade and then probably never make another one, it would be Gold and Silver for sure. They just they have so much content on its own. Like you could just add another region, like add third gen to it, and be like the best game ever made. Um, So very typical question. I want to go with you, Brian. What is your favorite starter Pokemon?
1: Oh, it's Totodile. He's actually my favorite starter out of all the starters. um, Oh, I didn't because it was my. (laughs) First starter of my first game I owned. Mm, Even sense. though sadly midway through my game, mm. I found out about the cloning glitch. I don't know if you guys remember. Where oh you yeah. Depo- the cloning glitch, and every now and then you would it would go wrong and you would lose a Pokemon. And unfortunately, <laughs> oh <shit. laughs> Unfortunately, I lost my Feraligatr to that glitch. No. I know. And um, I had to find a water type to uh, cover my team afterwards. So I put Red Gyarados on my team. And I think that was the first Pokemon I ever maxed out to level 100. So, I mean, that's a cool memory that I have.
0: Yeah, so Gyarados and Magikarp have been your thing ever since. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible, man. That's uh, mm. pretty freaking sweet. Good. Uh,
1: sweet that I lost my starter. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I meant the... I meant, <laughs> but you got a shit
2: ton of another Pokemon, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, meant, I meant the Gyarados I mean, like, part. But... Four
1: Entes and six Suicunes, so we're good. <laughs> dude, I cannot... <laughs>
0: I I wonder if there's a way for them, you know, if you were to transfer those Pokemon all the way up uh, till this day, to actually get like, um, will they allow them to be transferred? Do you... Yeah. So, do you think they would like the Pokemon you transfer that were cloned? Do you know if like it even works in the games today? That's what I was getting at. Like,
1: that's a good question because I think the cloning. Sp- Trick still works on the virtual console. I don't think they fixed it at all. So, no. Man. That'd be a, that'd
0: be a lot to go through and fix, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Just let them clone. No,
1: I feel like you <laughs> probably could transfer them away with it.
0: Yeah, I guess I should try it. I have gold on my 3DS. Like, give it a shot.
1: Notice that they all have the exact same everything in red flags yeah. and red flag. Yeah,
0: well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if you transfer a clone Pokemon, if I'll have like a mark, or if they just will notice it and then not let it get transferred, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I'll have to try it. That's a, I guess there needs to be a game theory episode about that. Um, Totodile was my favorite starter. Uh, I'm a huge Reptile fan in real life. I just like Reptiles. And then, you know, you already got Charmander in Gen 1, and then Gen 2 comes around, and we have Totodile. Um, but even in the show and the toy that's behind Brian, um, I have the original Totodile toy. And uh, it is just a remarkable Pokemon but in this show I thought it was so damn adorable. Uh the plush toys it had, like I uh, know, I'm over here fanboying all over again.
2: Dude, you guys remember the original Totodile plush toy that just looked goofy as shit? I know there's a couple that are really <laughs> rough looking, like
0: I had one that I thought was pretty good looking, but there's
1: good ones and there's some that are really <laughs> rough, like Ooh, it's, it's like really
2: oh. see those ones. Yeah, yeah, oh I had one and I was like, Oh, you disgusting yet yeah. cute little guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah I so Totodile is pretty great. You really can't go wrong. So we're going to... I mean, you went over your favorite starter, right? No, you uh, didn't. No, I didn't. Brandon, what is your favorite starter?
2: Oh, uh, Cyndaquil. Hands down, I love that whole entire line. Uh, that was my... I, I obviously started with water in first gen, and I wanted to change it up. Totodile was a was a good choice, and I was torn. Like it, was a, it, was, it was another really difficult choice to make in the beginning of a game, but... Really glad I went with Cyndaquil because he's my top, easily top six. So, yeah.
1: Gen 2 doesn't have as many issues with Gen 1 because, like, if you pick Charmander in Gen 1, the first two gyms are, like, super rough for you. Did Gen 2 have anything like that with their typings? Uh,
2: Ch- Chikorita and Faulkner. Faulkner. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then Bug. So, yeah. And then Bug, yeah. So Grass was, a, was yeah. the hard mode, essentially.
2: And Grass was easy, easy mode in red and blue.
1: No, oh, you're right, you're right.
0: Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh then, my God.
1: Water and fire. Up until
0: Erica, yeah, like you don't yeah. even have to try. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, okay, so I want to move on to your favorite overall Pokemon. Uh, everyone listening will, uh, will see that I changed the category up a bit. Uh, I just think starter Pokemon should be on their own level. Uh, in terms of base values, they actually are. They have more EV stats than the regular Pokemon in the game. Uh, I think it's by maybe 10 values. So, I mean,. Everyone talks about starters anyway, though, when it comes to Pokemon. Every team I build in my head, there's always a starter Pokemon on it. So I just wanted to do favorite starters first, but now we're going to go into favorite Pokemon. Uh, I'll go first. This was pretty damn tough, and I have to make a decision as I'm talking, but I'm torn between Keendra, Steelix, Houndoom, or Heracross, and it's tough because all of those Pokemon are pretty remarkable, but for the sake of it, I'm going to stick to Steelix. Uh, Steelix just holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, I always thought Onyx was cool, and then the anime, we had Crystal uh, Crystal Onyx, if you guys remember that, uh, so to see him get an evolution like he did, uh, I just thought was insane, and um, I love him, I mean, Stylix is great, uh, he's never been competitively a good Pokemon, but <laughs> uh, his back sprite was always cool, his trading cards are cool, like... Um, every time the Pokemon's appeared in a, in the anime, he's just dope. In the video games, he looks cool. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it for me. But, uh, Brian, what is your favorite Pokemon from Gen 2?
1: Totodile is mine, but obviously, besides Totodile, because that's a starter, and we already talked about that, I'd say mine is Heracross. I always thought it was super cool. You can only find it on certain headbutt trees, right? It wasn't every single one. It was, like, specific ones that uh, make it spoil
0: across yeah. oh um i
1: think it was only certain trees and obviously you can't tell so it's like you have to get lucky
0: i think it's a certain area but i got it pretty easily and in I the gold it
1: was certain trees like in certain areas like you could headbutt one tree and it will never spawn oh yeah, yeah 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 no like it's certain the tree trees next to it yeah. will be a Heracross tree not just Heracross,
2: but, but yeah. it's it's a higher it's
0: He's extremely hard to get. I think it took me like a couple hours in the gold virtual console.
1: Yeah, I think I replayed gold a year or two ago, and I was looking for Heracross for a while, and I eventually got it. I think Heracross has an amazing design. His level-up moves aren't that great in Gen 2, but that's fine because he's such a cool Pokemon, so, yeah. That's super dope.
2: That's mine for Gen 2.
0: Brandon, what is your favorite Gen 2 Pokemon?
2: Uh, Tyranitar, hands down. Aside from, you know, obviously... So I knew you were going
0: to choose it, so I didn't yeah. choose it because of that. I it, mean, it's know. just an outstanding fucking I Pokemon. I wish you could
2: get it earlier so in the great. game.
0: Yeah, it is a shame that you can't get it earlier in the game, but when you look at, like, Tyranitar's stats, you know, it's a pseudo, pseudo-legendary... pseudo pseudo Oh my god. Worst Pokemon in the generation.
1: That's an issue a lot of people have with Gen 2, that a lot of these newer Pokemon you can't get until, like... The back half of the game, once you've already complete the Elite Four, there's a lot of Pokemon that are like that, and I understand that argument. Like
2: Houndour is Sl- one of them. Houndour, you couldn't Houndower. get to Saffron is Sluma, City? Is
1: Sluma one of them?
0: Yes. There's
1: a, there's a few. I can't, yes, you cannot get Off the top of my head, I just cannot remember him, but I want to say there's at least five or six.
0: Uh, Murkrow. Murkrow? Murkrow? I yeah, he's, he in a, he's in the same patch as Houndour. Oh, That's he's right. not just
1: everywhere at night?
0: No, he's not oh, everywhere. Geez. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Remoraid and Octillery. Yeah, that's la- another one. They were... Lake of Rage, never mind. They're at the Lake of yeah, Rage Yeah, they were pond.
2: later in the game, but it was a prohibitive. So I'm not sure what they the were ones. thinking about with
1: that, because, yeah... Scar
0: is of- right outside Claire's uh, gym, you know, on that path, going back to Professor Elm's uh, lab.
1: At least that's before the Elite Four. A lot of these are, like, deep into Ganso, and then you finally get them. And-
2: so do you guys remember going up on that one route in the very beginning and get, trying to get a Fampy? yeah 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 Yeah.
1: and that was one of the Pokemon well the that's the game. Skarmory that's right. route yeah. that's
2: the same it's the, it's the lower end of the Skarmory route in silver it was Fampy and then in gold it was Teddy Ursa S- S- yeah, yeah yeah
1: and Fampy fled for some reason it was one of the only ones in the game that were like um, coded to like flee other than obviously the legendary beast
2: they're so skittish <laughs> Yeah, uh, Tyranitar, it, We got. I got my first dinosaur, legit dinosaur Pokemon. So I, fanned hard over it. I didn't care when I got it. I, all that matters is that when I got it, I evolved it as soon as I possibly could. So yeah, that's my favorite. It's t- it's a tough decision because I love almost every single Gen two Pokemon. But, yeah, me too. But yeah, Tyranitar is definitely up there.
0: Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you really can't go wrong with Tyranitar, Uh, he's literally designed after Godzilla. And his design is just flawless, and he's extremely powerful. I mean, it's it's pretty dumb how strong that Pokemon is. Uh, so now we're going to move on to favorite legendary or mythical Pokemon from Gen 2. Brian, what is your favorite legendary Pokemon and why?
1: Oh, Holo. I thought it was so cool how it was introduced in the anime before the games were even out. Were the games out in Japan at that point yet? Or not either? No, because it was the very first episode of the anime. It couldn't have been. It couldn't yeah, have no,
0: I mean, he was like, just he was just... It was just an early design. Well, it was a design they had, but they didn't put into the Gen One games.
1: Yeah, I thought that was such a cool way to like reveal it, and then like you see this Pokemon in the first na- episode of the anime, and we don't find out until like a year later what it is, and it's this legendary Phoenix, and I absolutely—it's my favorite shiny. I love shiny Ho So it's a very great shiny. Yeah, it's probably nostalgia. It's probably because that's the first game I own, and that's the box legendary that's probably why it's my favorite but i love that fire chicken
0: yeah besides him being the box legendary uh you know he's my favorite as well um just the move sacred fire uh, alone was always one of the coolest things about him the way you get him with the tower and then i always appreciated it but i didn't realize how much i appreciate it until you talked about it but yeah seeing him on the first episode and then seeing him later on in the game's release you're like oh my god that's him like yeah. and his name's oh oh my god um, very cool stuff, man. Uh, he's just a badass legendary Pokemon in his shiny form, which I think you probably said. Uh, yeah. his shiny form is one for the marbles, it's yeah, something it's my else. my favorite shiny,
2: yeah. it, it straight up looks like uh, like the ash you would see like after a fire, like the gray mm. accents in his color. It's so oh. cool. It's, it's, it's a really good shiny,
0: Brandon. What is your favorite legendary Pokemon from generation two?
2: As much as I love OO, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Lugia. uh Again, my that was my box legendary, and actually seeing him in Pokemon the movie 2000. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the Pokemon first movie, but Pokemon the movie 2000 was just my favorite. And I, you know, he could talk just like Mewtwo. He looked like a like a really dope dragon with big ass wings and hid under the ocean. Like he was just a really cool, man. And like I, that was just my favorite. And uh, I love them all, but Luki is is great.
1: I just watched a video recently that it wasn't even supposed to be in the games. It was supposed to be like a movie exclusive. Like really? Yeah, I was watching oh, the video on it. It was like a twenty-minute video about the history of Lugia and I had never knew that. Yeah,
0: he wasn't supposed to be in the games. Wow. I don't remember why. I it think was, someone did. There know. was a
1: there was a lot to it, and I cannot remember all the details. And I don't want to be wrong, but it was supposed to be female too. It was supposed to be like the mother of the sea or something. That oh was something yeah. About I can't
2: think of his name. And, there, and there's Sorry. also, in, I don't know if you remember in the anime, uh, there was an episode where there was the an evil scientist movie. trying to capture the mother Lugia and yes. they had a baby yeah. Lugia. And when yeah. I saw that baby Lugia, I lost my shit. What movie was that? That, that was, was a TV show. It was a like TV C- show, right? It, yeah, it was, it, was like a, it was like an arc. With an arc. Yeah, arc. Yeah.
0: That was amazing. Yeah. That was really I'll never forget that. The whole baby legendary thing was so awesome. Yeah. Cool. That- I'll never, the, I'll
1: never forgive the baby Nido Queen in Mewtwo Returns. It still confuses me <laughs> to this day. What? I'm still confused by that the baby Nidoqueen. In, in the Queen. Mewtwo Returns movie,
0: with like Giovanni, where he goes in you know, an yeah. island, and he,
1: there's a Nido Queen and a baby Nido Queen, I never understood
0: that. You're like I've been confused until <laughs> this day. Pokemon, email us. Yeah, um so, so, so now we're gonna move on to our, our least favorite Gen Two Pokemon, and I really couldn't decide on one. I didn't want it to be too obvious if I chose Snubble, so I went with uh, Dunsparce. I think Dunsparce is my least favorite because you can find him in the first cave before Falconer's um, gym. I forget the name of the city. Uh, And to get that Pokemon, I thought it was so dope. Like, his design is really cool in my opinion. Like, I'm pretty happy with his design. And he's utterly useless. Like, I was pissed off as a kid that the Pokemon was so useless.
1: I've I've tried to use him in a few playthroughs and just... No. He, I, I have a thing. I really like Pokemon that are just one-off Pokemon and have no evolutions or they're just their own thing. No but one likes them. Yeah. Dun, <laughs> no, Dunsparce. No, no. I'm just I hope Dunsparce one day gets, like, something done with him. If I they can do something with Far.
0: How many you. how many Mega Dunsparce drawings have we seen that are like, oh my god, why didn't they do that?
1: Uh, There's so many drones. <laughs> not nearly <being>.
2: enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, clearly not enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dunsparce is cool. I just... He's got to be my least favorite because I did have him on my first team back in the day and I was—I think I released it. I was so mad. No. I was pretty mad at how useless he was. I those uh, <laughs> Brandon, what is your least favorite Pokemon from Gen 2? It's a very hard pull to choose
2: from. It, it is, man, because I love every single one. Of the, i all have a special place in my heart except for uh, Sun Current and Sun Flora. I oh, do not like those, those ones were up there
1: for me. They were Dude, I did not right
2: even think about that. Sunflora is so fucking stupid. Yeah, like and you want to talk about a that's like,
1: terrible.
0: You want to talk like, about a awesome. useless Pokemon? But like, it, I think its design is cool though for what it is. I don't know? like
1: Sunflora's design, but I heard like battle wise, it's like absolute trash. Like it is terrible
2: yeah. to use. Oh, I think and it's even like, then, like that's and that's that's putting it a little harsh in terms of like my least favorite. Like it's still like Sunflora in terms of the. Well, it's theme not making of... it
0: harsh. You have to choose the least favorite. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense.
2: That probably I would put a Dunsparce. And a Stantler on my team before Sunflora. Okay.
0: Well, that was our least favorite Gen 2 Pokemon. You didn't go yet? Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Brian. My bad. I'm a terrible okay, so host.
1: Mine's, I have two different Pokemon for this. One is Stantler. He's forgettable. People always joke about. (laughs) I remember. I love your delivery. When uh, people when uh, Sword and Shield was coming out, people kept saying "Justice for Stantler," "Justice for Stantler." (laughs) That was (laughs) the big thing I kept seeing. But I do not care about Stantler. Like he can be forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) And another big one. It's not per se one Pokemon. Hear me out, guys. I don't (laughs) like the idea of baby Pokemon. I love Magby, and I love Elecant, but I don't like the idea of baby Pokemon. They are dex filler, they're useless... They're cool, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I love Ellicott and Magby, but just the idea of baby Pokemon I don't like. Did you see, like, when the beta leaks came out, how many more <laughs> babies there was supposed to be in Gen 2? I think it was like, like, I think,
0: like, a whole another 10 or 15. There was spin. supposed to be
1: a baby Volpix, baby Goldeen, baby Paris, oh, baby right. Growlithe. If it would have been like that, that would have been so bad. Oh, my God. Babies are cool just for look-wise, but, like, they're just Dexville. They're like, get that crap out of here.
2: It, it's a, it's almost like... a. I don't want to say unimaginative, but in a sense it could, if they went and did all those like extra baby Pokemon, like baby bowl picks, et cetera, Yeah, it's just kind of taking a Pokemon design and, and taking it to the evolution stage that you did with Ninetales and just yeah. kind of downgrading it a little bit for like you said, Dex that's building. what I
1: mean. Like some of them have really cool designs and I, I like them per se, but just the idea of baby Pokemon is just so dumb to me. Like, no.
0: Alright, well, I'm sorry, baby Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get for being a stupid baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we kind of answered it. I put it in the front, so I want to take a quick second to um, ask you guys, before we go into hard gold and soul silver, you know, we're kind of still on gold, silver, and crystal, uh, do you think those games hold up till this day?
2: Yes.
1: Without a doubt. It's still one of the...
0: So whereas with our last episode, we didn't recommend Red, blue, or Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. God, I already forgot what I was going to
1: say. Right? <laughs> you can keep going. Well, we both talked at the same time. I was like, ah. mid sentence. Go ahead, Brian. I don't think we made mid sentence. Yeah, My it's bad. It's cool, though. No, you're good. At oh, yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have saw his face. You're a little heated. <laughs> Fucking baby Pokemon, man. Uh, So our first episode, we said red, blue, and yellow doesn't hold up in our opinions. Uh, What makes gold and silver hold up in your opinion when those games are pretty much almost identical in every way to these ones?
1: I think look-wise, it has aged better. It doesn't look that much graphically better than red and blue and yellow, but at the same time, it does. Like, I can still look at those games... And look at every single sprite and be like, "Oh, these look like the Pokemon." Whereas the original games, you got some sprites that look pretty, pretty rough, you know. So that's very true. And I, yeah, just look wise, I think to this day I can still play those games and thoroughly enjoy it. Other than it's pretty slow, I wish they had running shoes back then. That's really my only complaint. Otherwise, dude, that's, oh sp- my
0: god, I'm telling everybody, like, put this on record right now. If Gen 2, like Gold, Silver, Crystal had running shoes, I'd probably only play those games for like
2: the yeah, last yeah. time. Yeah. That's
1: probably one of my only major yeah, complaints. Like, I love Gen 2 still to this day, but it's a little slow, only because of the walking speed.
2: Yeah. yeah. I agree. I would, I would go back yeah. and play those just in very uh, small bursts, but I would still have an enjoyable time with it and not feel like my eyes are bleeding. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think Gen 2, though... Like the region, the way it's designed makes it desirable to go back to. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many like iconic pathways and trails, and I know that sounds crazy to say, but I can go back and play right now. It's a like really small
1: if, region too. That's yeah. Why they...
0: Damn, I should have had one of you bring your 3DS over. Dang it! I my retro. Well, I want somebody to trade me so I can get a golem.
2: What is it? Uh, one path that sticks out in my mind, and honestly, city as well, Ecritique City, and the pathway leading up to Ecritique, which you see Stantler in. <laughs> oh, I want a baby
1: Stantler. <laughs> Why? Why
0: am I seeing red right now? Be cool. There's a baby Stantler. What? More decks, Philly. Oh my God! Well, have you seen Vanillax and Vanilla Ice? I would take uh,
1: something like that over another. Grimer,
0: movie. Muck. I mean, dude, there is so it, many terrible. I would
1: books. take more new creative Pokemon over like a baby. I thought
0: Magby was extremely creative. No, I
1: love Magby and Elekid, but just
2: the idea of them were kind of useless. You should have you could put his bitch ass in his light socket. Yeah, I love <laughs> like 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 L- Elekid's design. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck. I mean,
0: it is pretty bad. Um, we
1: keep talking so great about Magby and Elekid, but we haven't said one thing about Smoochum.
0: Well, Smoochum's, Smoochum's terrible. Smoochum? I think, I think Smoochum... smoochum the baby Jinx. I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, Smoochum, like, they accomplished their goal with that Pokemon. Like, I think the Pokemon's adorable. Yeah. I don't know but that. I also want to punt it. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's pretty much where I'm at with it. Um, yeah, man. I didn't realize until this episode that you hated the baby Pokemon so much. I don't
1: hate them. I hate
0: them. Well, it's okay if you dislike them. I'm just saying. Like, I think it's funny. Hate is a very strong word. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> your distaste... For the baby Pokemon. This is the
1: idea of them. I love Magby and As far as every single other baby, I don't think there's really one. Well, I'm
0: we like. got Badoo and Gen 4. And
1: then Tyke.
0: Oh, Tyke is adorable, bro. Oh, Munchlax? Bonslai? bonslai. Get out of here on your can, baby. I can get with those ones. <laughs> no more baby hate. <laughs> like, I,
1: like I said, I like the designs of a lot of them, but just like the idea. My
0: love for blonde, Bonslai knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was about to say. Uh, my love for Bonsai is ridiculous. Dude, I think that Pokemon's so adorable. Is it
1: Bonsai or
2: Bonsai? I think was it, was it bonsai? bonsai. Like a no, Bonsai no, no, tree, gotcha. it'd be Bonsai, yeah.
0: Um, but real quick, uh, I'll save it for Gen 4. Um, yeah, save it, bro. Yeah, just save it, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cut off Brian again. His face was hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, so let's talk about Heart Gold, Soul Silver real quick. Yeah. Brandon Brandon gave me heart gold when we were in yeah. high school um, I don't know why my parents wouldn't buy it for me but they wouldn't and I didn't have a I job. you were,
2: you were so locked out of getting Heart gold and soul, or soul silver I got both and I was like I feel I feel bad for you bro like let me put you on here you go hey, you know what though we played
0: the heck out of those games I, yeah yeah I love that game dude oh my god the hours we put into heart gold it's insane um so that was my first experience with it and i i still think heart gold holds up pretty well i just think the frame rate which is something we talked about before the show or on the show um the frame rate you know when the character is running really ruins it it ruins the 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 momentum of the game i would say um it's really hard to traverse uh the gameplay is great uh everything you know all the graphics the sprites look amazing the pokemon follow you um uh, all the add-ons they did, you know, Legendary Pokemon, you can get Groudon, Kyogre. Mm-hmm. If you get both, you can get Rayquaza. Um, if you got some crazy movie pass, Arceus, you got to experience a crazy event that I'm yeah. always jealous of that I never got to experience in person. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking yeah, about. Was, uh, yeah, exactly. Where one you one literally one. get to make uh, Palkia level one, mm-hmm. or Giratina, or uh, Dialga. Um, a great event. Man, Gen four is amazing. Uh yeah, Heart Gold, Soul Silver are amazing. They're probably some of the best remakes ever made besides Fire Red and Leaf Green. Like they just nailed it. They hit every mark though. Like everything was fun to play again. They added obviously all of the Gen three Pokemon. If you beat uh Red twice, you got well, if you beat him once, you got the Gen 1 starters from Professor Oak. And then if you beat him again, you go to Steven in Saffron City and he gives you one of the Hoenn starters. That's right. And that is just, like, that was one of my favorite things about that game, though, is like, if you got back into this all of a sudden, because you're a huge Gen 1, Gen 2 fan, you were able to get all of your favorite Pokemon again. Like, mm-hmm. they did such a good job of it, and like, I think that's why Pokemon fans are the way they are. It's like, how do you go from, like, a 20-person team making Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver to Ultra Sun and Moon to Sword and Shield? It's like, what, what are you doing here? You know, that's why what you're not... Aren't you doing? Yeah, what aren't you doing? Well, apparently nothing. Yeah. They aren't doing a lot. Um, Brian, what is your first experience with Hard Gold and Soul Silver, and how do you, you know, how do you look back at that game now?
1: My experience is a little different from your guys' is because um, I had the original Nintendo DS, the big bricky one, when it first yeah. came out. <laughs> oh, me too, man. And I don't know if you guys uh-huh. remember the first like probably close to a year, maybe six months. The games were really lackluster. There wasn't a lot. It was kind of dry. It was <laughs> well, I don't really know. Brandon dry. got Pokemon
0: Dash. Yes, oh, yeah, sir. Dash was yes sir. Yes sir. Scratch shit out of the bottom of the screen. <laughs> but it
1: was extremely dry. They yeah. didn't have a lot for probably close to a year. Yeah. So I got to the point oh, where it was
0: two years. Oh no. It might. Stupid. It
1: might have been. It was a long time. But I got. Um, I got fed up, and I sold my DS. And then eventually they did announce the Pokemon games, and I'm like, "What sucks? I'm a kid, and I don't have a job." So yeah. um, I had to resort to playing the games on emulators on my computer. But I played them. I played them 100. I put hours and hours and hours into them. I played them, just not on the physical, like, hardware, so. And eventually I did buy a DS again as I got older, and I did buy these games again, but my first experience with these games was through an emulator, because that's all I could do. Hashtag take that, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and actually that was one of the only times, Well, oh, it's Gen 4, so never mind. I was going to say, that's the first time I ever got a full-odd shiny was a buzil in Victory Road, but wrong game. So yeah, that was my experience with it, and I loved it. It's an amazing, amazing game. I can play the original Gold and Silver any day, but I think I'm obviously gonna play Heart Gold and Soul Silver if it's if I can get to it. I'll play that before.
0: Yeah, like if you had to pick or one of the other, had, if you had to pick one, they're both
1: great games. But oh man, Heart Gold is like to this day, I think one of the best Pokemon games, mm-hmm. definitely. If not, I think it's my personal favorite
2: i agree it's it's right up there with me too yeah. it's like my number one those remakes mm-hmm. they, they they it's like you guys already said they they nailed everything everything was spot on it was a joy to play it was amazing to get some of your favorite pokemon back uh ryan like how you mentioned you get a kanto starter you get a Hoenn starter you had your full reptilian grass fire and water types because i know you <laughs> And I was like, well, that's what you did. I never change a thing.
1: <laughs> it was nice finally getting my For Alligator back after all those years. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I did that. I didn't lose it this time. He's yeah. Surprised,
2: but you, you thought it was the same The Last of me. I think when
1: I did play Heart Gold for the first time, out of respect, I deposited my um for alligator and I used a red Gyarados just like in my original nice. whole game, so.
2: Keeping it consistent, man. Yeah. I like that.
0: Yeah, man. I just uh man, just wonderful games. But Brandon, what was your like first experience like with these games you know as a kid you know we were what um sophomores
2: in high school in this we, game, were juniors. we were juniors Junior. we juniors. were juniors in high school and i remember that game coming out and just being absolutely stoked for it because gold silver and crystal were my favorites growing up and i sh- straight up bought three copies of the games i bought gold and silver for myself and i bought an extra silver i had my mom buy an extra silver for my girlfriend at the time and so i had my girlfriend playing soul silver with me and then I have my best friend playing heart gold because I put him onto it and just going through that again with a new appreciation for the updated graphics, et cetera. It, it, I'll, I'll go back and probably play it when I get home today.
1: I would love to be able to play it on the switch. That would be great. Oh There's all those rumors about that a few mm. months ago, but I wasn't really buying it. What? Uh, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver were going to be ported to the Switch.
2: There were some rumors about that, but I'm
0: like. Well, I think that's what they should have done, right? Yeah. I just thought about that right now. Ooh. They should have ported. What?
2: What if they do it with the uh, release of uh, uh, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond? Do what? Release them on the Virtual Console on the Switch. No. How would that work with the two
1: screens for the Switch, though?
2: Oh. Um. Oh. The TV and your Switch. I don't know. <laughs> No, no because I, uh, no, I played, yeah, be I've fun. been
1: playing Gold on um, my Retroid Pocket 2, and it has a
0: button. <laughs> no, I don't know the way you said that. Was Hashtag funny. not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, the way well, you said it was an yeah, let's
1: talk No, about, it did sound like I was Let's a take a moment to talk about our sponsors. Uh... No, but I've been playing it on that, and for that, you can play DS games, but you have to press the uh, L button to switch back and forth between screens, and at first really? I'm like, that's not going to work. But with Pokemon, it's like no issues at all. Like, so I wonder if they would do something like that because well, they, they don't really push. need the
2: bottom of the screen no, that not much, right? Pokemon games, no. It did hold your option save Pokemon Party, yeah, so etc. I, et I
1: just open up and then
2: I switch the screen
0: So just like if you press Start on the old ones, it still takes up the whole screen. You can't do anything anyway. Because you can do yeah.
2: both. You can do both options on Heart Gold and Soul Silver, right? You could either bring up the physical menu like how we we' used to or yeah. you could I'm pretty sure you could computer. yeah
1: I think that would work I mean it's I did not think it would be as convenient as it is but it really is I play the game just normal so
0: but that's what I was gonna say is they should have they should have brought back fire Red, Leaf green Heart Gold soul silver and then Omega Ruby and Sapphire like just bring those remakes to celebrate the new generation of remakes like, even if they just
1: sold them individually on the shop I'd buy them.
0: Right. I mean, I
1: would rather it be a physical copy, but that's
0: fine. They could get so much money from us, and they just don't realize it.
1: I don't know why they don't like reprinting old games. Have they ever? Well, the only thing they've really done is Virtual Console on 3DS, right?
2: Yeah, and that's red, blue, yellow. And oh, so the console they did really good still. with that, though. I'm kind oh, of. Yeah.
0: I'm really sad they stopped. You know, there. Like, I would have loved to play Emerald one more time, like a full playthrough. I mean, I have it sitting. In my I mean, room, if they but...
1: have done it on the 3DS. E e shop or whatever it was called. That's not out of the question. That maybe one day it will come to the switch.
0: Yeah, you know what? I I agree with you. It's definitely not out of the question. That's just me being sad because I, I just think, I should just work for this company and help them make easy money. But I really (laughs) agree with you there. Like I don't think it's the end of the world. I think it still could come back. Uh, I just hope it does. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about uh, Heart Gold Soul Silver before we continue with the whole freight favorite thing? They're
2: fantastic. The greatest games ever.
0: Okay, anyways, uh, they really are amazing, though. I don't think anyone in the world who's a Pokemon fan doesn't like these games. Like, I I don't even know how you couldn't like these games. Uh, We're going to move on to something a little bit different but fun. And I forgot to answer one of my own questions that we're going to talk about. Uh, What is your favorite TCG set, Brandon? Go ahead. What is your favorite TCG set, uh, trading card game set from Generation 2? Good luck. You only have the greatest options possible.
2: My god. Yeah, there's... Uh,
0: <laughs> there wasn't yeah. a bad set from this era, dude. There, there really wasn't.
2: I mean, you could go any of the e- e-reader sets, Instant Classics, uh, you, obviously the Neo sets. Oh, god. Is e-reader Gen 2? Yes. I thought it was Gen
0: 3. No, e-reader is Gen 2. Exped- Expedition is not Gen 3. It's Gen 2.
2: It's Gen 2. However, the G, um, the the card reader that absolutely destroyed those beautiful-looking cards... That, that came out for the Game Boy Advance. Dude, can you imagine someone taking a Charizard and going, like, I had no idea who would possibly do that. Remember that Charizard that I gave you? That shit got ran through. Did you really? I promise do? you. Oh my god. I did not make smart decisions as a child. I don't think any of us did, or else we'd no, be rich that? as hell right now. I don't
1: know, I traded some kid a fake Pokemon card. I think I did pretty
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, so what is your favorite
2: set? Did you even finish oh, um, okay. um uh, All. No, 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 hold on, wait, wait, wait. I like it Aquapolis. Aquapolis because of reasons. I remember going to... Um, Am I tripping? That's not
1: Gen 3.
2: That's not Gen 3? No. It came around Gen, Gen 3?
0: No, the last Generation 2 set, oh my god. Skyridge. Oh, no, Sky like, yeah.
2: yeah I think you're right. Dude, how do you pick a favorite set from this era? You, c- you really can't. Wow! Expedition had all the um, all the first gen starters. Yeah, in the, in the Wizards of the Coast.
0: Yeah, you know, Ex- Expedition was like a reimagining of base set. Basically, yeah. I think entirely right. Was there any Gen Two in that set?
2: There was because there was uh, Expedition Tyrannosaur.
0: And then the frog in the river that looks like a straight yes. out Nat Geo, bro. Oh my Nat god, Nat Geo oh, man. Why did why did COVID make all everything so expensive? I'd love to just grab a few of the old ones for old times' sake. Uh, so yeah, did you choose a favorite set? Um, <laughs> Do we decide? Good luck. I, I mean, mean
2: I, I, honestly, I know you know e reader series were beautiful cards. Like some of the best art in the TCG, hands down. Like we, we had the Nagio looking for alligator, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. But I want to say uh, Neo Destiny for my favorite Typhlosion card, Dark Typhlosion. That's my that's my boy. And uh, of course, that's when we got shining Pokemon in the TCG. So I'd say that's pretty my Mark's favorite
0: at. Type Lotion card. He literally looks like he's getting twisted, like Play-Doh. Or he's like
2: <laughs> because he's in a fiery vortex that he created. Well, no,
0: like that, like the art, the design of it, insane. But I think the one that is better, in my opinion, of course. Oh, yeah, no, I'm uh, Genesis. New it's to the Genesis? one that's like a ten thousand dollar card if it's great. It's PSA oh, yeah. ten. Um, it's
2: it's his base Sugimori Sprite, right? No, they it's had the two. other one. They had it's, two the, it's the other
0: one. It's the alternate art. Have you seen that one? Look it up. Bring I'll, it go, go, I'll go next. So, my favorite TCG set.
1: I was going to tell you there were Shinings in the uh, set before Destiny. That's when they were first revealed. It was the Shiny Magikarp and Gyarados. That's Those Revelations. Those revelations. revelations. Oh. And then the next set is when they went hard on Shinings. with Damn. Like, War. Which is Neo Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, which is
0: sorry. my personal no you're no, right. no you're good no, no like no, please that's
2: man this, this is for.
0: so much fun in person um <laughs> so neo destiny is my personal favorite tcg set uh you guys could probably figure out where i'm going with this but as a kid getting these shining cards out of packs was like the craziest thing at the, yes that one um was the craziest thing at the time um shining charizard just it was mind blowing, and at the time, though, in the gold and silver games, his shiny sprite actually was what the card is, too. He's silver with his green wings. Um, I mean, I don't know, he looks like he's getting ripped apart,
2: or he's ripping right? you apart, ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, Neo Destiny is amazing. The, the art style across the board, but yet, dark for alligator. Uh, he had a, a light Jolteon, which is an uncommon card, which might be the most pop- popular uncommon card in TCG history, actually. It's got uh, Brian's
2: favorite Pokemon on it. Yeah. Dogebee? Baby Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, and Jolteon is taking care of these baby Pokemon. Gotta I gotta love them. Remember when the
1: baby Pokemon. Pokemon were rare cards in the first Neo sets? Yes. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of those packs. Jesus Christ. The <laughs> <laughs> <If>, uh, <if laughs> ability was crying for help. Then, yeah. you're, you're,
0: uh, Brian, your love for baby Pokemons lasted quite a long time, huh? Yeah. Um <laughs> Neo Destiny was great. Uh just some of the best memories though. I mean all the shinings in it were amazing. Uh you had Steelix, Tyranitar, Charizard, um, Kabutops, uh Celebi. I I mean it's just insane the shining Pokemon that were in this set. But Brian, what is your favorite T C G set from Gen two?
1: Can you take a guess? Is it also really? Neo Destiny? Is it really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I absolutely love that set so much. Um when I was growing up I had a I really wanted to collect all the shining cards. <laughs> and I didn't get close to collecting you know, I think I had like four or five of them. How many was there total for the shinies? I want to say it's uh, yeah.
0: 10. Yeah, Steelix, Tyranitar, Charizard, Noctowl, Noctow, Celebi, Tops. Kabutops, right. Gyarados, uh, Raichu, Magikarp. I would
1: say I had five of them growing up, and I wanted to get them all, but I never did. I did have a shiny. First edition Steelix that I got from somebody growing up, I probably traded him something stupid. This time it wasn't a fake card though, so um, I always really enjoyed having that card. I wish I never let that one go because that was a really oh, yeah. cool card. That's a that's a good point. Which which one was it? It was a uh, first edition Shining Steelix. Uh, uh, and I want to say Mewtwo too. No, I traded you that eventually. It wasn't first edition. <laughs> yeah, I bought I it off trade, you and then yeah, I traded yeah. it
0: to him for a Hyper charger Charizard that I nice. sold because he likes to remind me like it's my fault. I had oh to do it. God. Anyways, uh, yeah, the trading card game for Gen 2 was probably the best ever. I mean, Sky Ridge, which none of us chose, which I'm shocked. And I think it's because, I don't know about you, but I didn't really collect it a whole lot. Um, I wish I did, but it had Crystal Pokemon, like Crystal Nidoking and Charizard, which are some of the best art styles and some of the most expensive cards in the world. Uh, but yeah, man, Gen 2 really was probably the best generation of Pokemon. Uh, I don't know. I can't wait to talk about Gen 3. I'm going to be like the only one that likes it. Um, so I want to ask you guys uh, if you remember, uh, what is your favorite moment from anime?
1: See, uh, Gen 2, as much as I loved and I played the games like crazy, that's slowly when I started fading away from the anime. I remember a lot of the beginning, but I don't remember the end. I, did he go to the league? or?
0: Uh, he lost again. Yeah.
1: Did he oh. Cool, big surprise. Um, (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I don't remember Gen 2 anime as fondly as I do Gen 1. I was into everything Pokemon still, but other than the movies, those are my big two things from the anime Gen 2. The movies. 2 and 3 were both fantastic. Like, fantastic. And then I always wanted to see 4, uh, Pokemon 4 ever. I always wanted to see it, and I didn't get around to seeing it until I was like it was okay. older, and I liked it, because I loved Celebi. I always loved Celebi. I loved the idea that there was this mythical out there that we couldn't get, and nobody knew how to get. There was all these rumors in school, and obviously they were all fake.
0: <laughs> there were always these rum- rumors in this the boys' bathroom, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's uh, talking up the Pokemon. It was crazy how big Pokemon was when we were kids. I mean, it still is now. But The
1: only thing with the anime with Gen 2 was the movies, pretty much.
0: Well, we'll get into that. Um, I kind of forgot to even write an answer to my own question, so I had to go kind of generic here. But I really did like the whole Pacific Valley, where Ash's Charizard had to learn how to not just be you know, disrespectful to the trainer and do whatever it wants. Uh, Ash takes Charizard to this valley, and Charizard basically gets his ass kicked by... Uh, you know, one of the other Charizards that the trainer had, the the lady had, the bigger one. Charla. They were bigger too. So, that, huh? Charla. Charla, yeah. Uh, they were literally bigger Charizards too, though, like because they, you know, they they train so hard, and uh, it was pretty crazy just to see them capture this fake animals emotions when it was just sitting in the water you know Mm -hmm. it just sat there and almost let its fire burn out Mm -hmm. yeah which oh my god that's pretty intense Yeah, i didn't realize how dark it was until now but uh just for the sake of it that's one of my that's probably my favorite memory um i know there's memories i have of totodile and heracross and you know their adventures with ash but i just can't think of a moment so i'm not gonna waste my time with that brandon do you have a favorite anime moment Oh, or, I have. Or I anything have. at all that you'd like to reference. We are going to talk about Pokemon. Man, there is three anime movies from Gen 2 that are good.
2: We have 2000, uh, Entei, yeah, The Secret of the so Unknown, me. and... Uh, yeah, that's right. Forever. Forever.
0: No, for forever. Miramax
1: distributed that one, which is weird to me for some reason.
0: What, Skinamax? Wait, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Miramax Oh,
0: Miramax. I thought you said Skinamax, or like Cinemax. Um, oh, yeah. You no, know that's Strokemon. Oh my Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, well, the thing I wanted to ask you guys, you know, we won't worry about you on that. Do you have an answer?
2: What about stroke or... <laughs> Jesus Christ, the anime. Oh, um, yeah. Because uh, uh, we're
0: going to talk about the movies. I was trying to... I meant like the TV show.
2: But the actual TV shows, there's several and they're all in the very beginning of the JoJo League. It's... Um, the... Good Quill Hunting, where Ash catches the Cyndaquil and he goes through all the tunnels and shit to find him. And he, and he isn't a contest essentially with the uh, sand Slash trainer to find the Cyndaquil. I just thought that was a really rad uh, episode. And looking at the episode title, Good Quill Hunting, Good Will Hunting is one of my favorite movies now as an adult. So that reference is, is uh, Chef's Kiss, really like on point. And I, I got the episode. Wait, I got the list right here, dog. You, you want to check this out? I'll <laughs> well, tell you
1: more, because, like, I. Cannot remember
2: that. Like, yeah, and, and the, it was like a a call, I, I may be incorrect on this, but it's like a colony of Cyndaquil in these tunnels, and this dude's trying to catch them and be a be a jerk about it. But and now that I'm kind of realizing, my other favorite moment is Ash battling with Misty to catch the Totodile. Oh, so Ash is yes, constantly fighting with you. other right. other fucking trainers to that's catch true. those Pokemon because they both found him at first, and yeah, oh, that's wow. Right. And, he, and then there was the part with the Misty lore. It was the Misty little figure on the lore. Yeah. It, dude, there was, I have a lot of very fond memories from Gen 2. Especially like Gen anime. 2's anime with some next level shit. It, it, was, it stepped its game up hardcore, man. It was so good. But uh, but yeah, that, that's probably my favorite one. There's a cynical episode followed by the Totodile um, uh, conflict. And third, I'd probably say Heracross constantly harassing Bulbasaur for his nectar. That yeah. Was kinda, so it's kind of it. sus. I remember all that.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah,
2: Anyways, yeah, was, that's, those are my favorites. So.
0: Uh, so I wanted to move on to the movies. I don't know why I forgot about it. So what of the three is your favorite movie? You have Pokemon 2000, Pokemon Forever, and then Pokemon the third movie, Secrets of the Unknown.
1: I'd say Pokemon 2000 for me, just because um, how many legendaries are in it, and just I'll never forget getting that Ancient Mew card beforehand. It was during the second movie, remember? I yeah. first. <laughs> Throwback. No, yeah. I'll never forget that. Um, oh, yeah, fuck you. Getting that card, was like, <laughs> there wasn't any cards like that, obviously, and it was the card that was used in the movie, so it was pretty cool. Man, was just, until
0: this day, there wasn't one. Yeah. Yeah, it was very special.
1: The movie itself was just great, and it was essentially this guy just trying to capture all the birds, but, yeah,
0: it was cool. I think it holds up pretty well, too. Uh, Lu- oh, yeah. Um, Lugia is just a dope. I need to re it,
1: man. I think I just tried rewatching she the Watch video. Party?
0: <laughs> down the it's third so down. one I
1: tried rewatching like less than a year ago mm-hmm. it was kind of rough to sit through but it was good don't get me
2: wrong but hey, I that, like the second one a better that battle between Entei and Charizard
1: oh yeah that yeah, shit yeah. was
2: sick I mean he
1: literally takes out a legendary Wait, Pokemon doesn't yes. Charizard come back because he left them at the Charizard Valley yeah yeah, Char-Sidigale, yeah. Char-Sidigale, yeah, and he comes back in the movie yeah that was oh, pretty good man, That's was <laughs> pretty dope ah, oh my oh my god <laughs> uh,
0: I still gotta say uh, Pokemon 2000 is my favorite of the three um, the reason why the third movie is so memorable is because of the moment we just said. Like, it's just Charizard coming back and then kicking Entei's ass. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, no, I thought uh, Pokemon 2000 was really cool, and I thought Lugia was just an outstanding Pokemon already, and then, like, the movie came out, and it are just like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple for me on that one.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. And I have to agree with you on that. Pokemon 2000's my favorite, even though number three is, like, very close behind, but I'm pretty sure. There's a lot of great moments from Pokemon 2000, but didn't they break the fourth wall? Team Rocket? I think Team Rocket does in that movie. And they also... I think they do in the first one, too.
0: Yeah, when they're uh, getting secretly into the lab, right? I think so. Mm, Okay. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We will be right back to do some Pokemon trivia. Alright, and we're back. So, due to time constraints, we're actually going to move on to some Pokemon trivia... Uh, I don't remember who won last time. Oh, you did? No? That was Brian? Brian left by point, yeah. So we have how many more generations left? Six more generations after this episode. So Brian is up one. Brandon, let's see if you can catch up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off with question number one. How much does Steelix weigh? Uh, Your first option is 716 pounds. Uh, Your second option is 882 pounds. Your third option is 857 pounds. And your fourth option is 969 pounds. Nice. Brandon, what is the answer in your opinion? Or your mind? Not opinion. In my opinion, I'm right. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was like, hold on. (laughs) I said that wrong. Wait a minute. Um, What do you you think is the answer? How much does he weigh?
2: I'm going to go with um, uh, C. I think he's not extremely heavy, but he's also not light either. So I'm going to go with C. Oh,
1: this one's stumping me. I'm going to say
0: B. Ryan's correct. It is actually 882 pounds. Son of a bitch.
1: What a great guess.
0: Yeah. Not, not, not 969, because I purposely put that in wrong. I, 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 first knowledge thought,
1: at first I thought he might have been the first Pokemon that was outweighing Snorlax, because he used to be the heaviest. But I think that was Groudon officially outweighed him first. But
0: how is it a Pokemon made out of steel doesn't weigh more than a Snorlax, you know? Like, goes to show, Lard goes a long way, am I right?
1: Although, weight is kind of dumb in Pokemon because they're small and big versions. Yeah.
0: That's true. Like,
2: what is it that you see all the size comparisons of like, oh, here's how tall a Charizard really is, and it's like half of Ryan's fucking height. Yeah, exactly. Love it.
0: Uh, You guys ready for question number two? Always. What is the name of the mountain you find red on? (laughs) Mountain
2: Sorry, <laughs> got this one. It's too easy. So yeah. just give us
0: both points. Yeah, yeah. So Brian is up one. I didn't think it was gonna be that easy, but I, I mean, I for guess, all those playing the well, here is my Mount here Silver. is the possible answers. I put Mount Coronet, <laughs> <laughs> Mount Silver, Mount Ember, or Mount Chimney.
2: Wait, can I change my answer? You no. Know, okay, yeah. good.
0: Uh, number three, what TM number is the move Dragon Breath? T- uh, TM fifteen, TM twenty four. TM-38 or TM-25? Brian, what do you think it is? I'm
1: going to go with 38
2: i I'm going to go with
0: 25. You're both wrong. It's actually 24. It's a TM number that doesn't exist anymore. TM-15 is Hyper Beam, the one you both got wrong last time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TM-38 is Fire Blast. Yes, Fire Blast. 35 is Flame Door. And TM-25 is Thunder. One guys. What year was Heart Gold and Soul Silver released? Was it 2008, 2010, 2006, or 2009? Brian, when do you think this game was released?
1: Oh, God. I feel like Brian's going to know this one, and I don't. I'm going to say 2006. I'm probably wrong. 2009.
0: Brandon is right. So we are tied.
1: It. I should have that.
0: I have to come up with a tiebreaker because you're not going to get the last one wrong. I hate you guys. What shiny Pokemon do you find in the Lake of Rage? <laughs> <laughs> hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, yeah, I need, I need, hold I need on. So, uh, number one, Melton. <laughs> 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 number two, Gyarados. Number three, Pichu. Or number four, Charizard. <laughs> I would think like... I'm going
1: with uh, Electrode.
0: Oh my god. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, um, you're going to have
1: to look up a... Tiebreaker. Yeah,
0: i got to come up with a tiebreaker. You guys make conversation real quick. Sit, sit tight. Yeah. Uh, someone come up oh, with something.
1: We, oh, you know, we, I don't think we talked about music. Did you have any music that you really, really enjoyed in Gen 2? Because oh. I know I do. I have my, like, you can go first. The battle between you and Red. Oh, that's that that's actually
0: one. what I chose, but, you know, because of the timing constraints. But, yeah, keep yeah. going, keep going. Mine Explain. was
1: National Park theme every time to this day. I oh, that's pretty good. I hear the National Park theme. I just think of simpler times. I just think oh, of... Yeah when I was a kid playing this game, Sinking Hours in National Park, like, I still listen to that song, like, and it gives me, like, the feels sometimes, like, for sure.
2: Do you ever have a, uh, like, a movie you associate with the game? Because personally for me, playing Pokemon Silver, like, back in the day, I used to play Pokemon Silver and watch Chicken Run if I wasn't watching the anime. And for some reason, all those just coincide together. I did see
1: Chicken Run growing up. I don't think I have a movie associated with it. I I remember, um going to my grandpa's house for like two weeks at one point and like I was playing so much mm-hmm. then and I met like one of the neighbor kids mm-hmm. and I was like trading with him and stuff so I think I traded my Snorlax for uh, Poly Whirl holding the King's Rock so that's how I got um Polly Toad
2: honestly super underappreciated. appreciate I love that Pokemon oh me too
1: that was almost my um favorite pick, but I picked Heracross, but I love Politoed. I like the idea of branch evolutions. I think that was cool.
2: I think that was super cool, yeah.
1: Um, Weeping Bell almost had a branch evolution. It was in the beta. That was one. Oh, yeah? Was yeah. it like
2: vastly different from Victory Bell? It was
1: vastly different. and You could tell that the desi- design was not finished because it looked so ugly. <laughs> Did you find one right?
0: Yeah, so it's not... A multiple choice if i do it you're just gonna have to come up you're gonna have to see who gets it right we're gonna do it so the ultimate tiebreaker you just have to guess and see if you're right what is the name of the city that claire is a gym leader but wow and dude. brian wins for the good second shit, dude. time dude dude that was pretty good <laughs> brian got polite. that so quick
1: it took me, like it was processing in both of our heads
0: Man, it was at the tip of your tongue, too, man. yeah oh my God, that was that pretty, was, like right there. That was pretty epic. Was how cool. close that was. I wish people could see that in person. that was yeah, pretty was freaking awesome yeah. uh, so yeah, so Brian wins the second uh, game of trivia I had. I'll have to come up with better ones next time. maybe the whole like of rage one was pretty bad. um
1: the question you did at the end was pretty good that was
2: I like that format of like buzzing in essentially um. I like that, too. That was oh, like pretty great. Finishing the question and being like,
1: like answers now. I and feel then. like if we do that, we're going to have times where we say that the exact same time is going to be too
0: hard. Yeah, to like, that's to true. Don't worry. I'll play devil's advocate. Anyways, uh, yeah. Thank you, Brandon, for being back on the show. Happy
2: to be back. It was a lot of fun.
0: Brian from Another Vinyl Page, thank you so much for coming back on. This has been pretty awesome, guys.
1: Yeah, this was a lot of fun today. Thanks for having me.
0: Generation 2, this will probably be the longest one we do because there's just... It's just such an amazing generation in these two gens, It's their favorites. Uh, Make sure to check out Brian's page. It's another vinyl page on Instagram. There will be a link in the description on the episode. And that is it for us. We will see you next week to talk about Old School Ruinscape with Alex, Jarrett, and a new guest, Justin. So uh, look forward to that, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. And happy 25th anniversary to Pokemon. Happy 25th. Bye. Bye.